there. This is the Seattle Hockey Mom Podcast, and I'm Holly. I'm coming to you live from Seattle. I'm doing this because I love creative projects and trying out new media platforms. I'm talking on this podcast, sharing my love of hockey, and hoping to connect with other sports fans who want to improve their hockey IQs. This podcast is also a log of growing up in our family as hockey parents, growing, our kids growing up in our family as being hockey parents. And who knows, maybe all it will ever really amount to is my personal journals of what those times were. And so I need to log a couple confessions from this last couple of weeks because it's been dram- dramatic and action-packed. Okay, first of all, this is a big confession and I don't even really know why I'm sharing it, but I think it's just kind of like the kind of thing that can happen when you're doing the long hauls of um, hockey travel. In this case, we're off to lacrosse nationals, but for all intents and purposes, it could have been a hockey weekend too. So we had to fly to Maryland and um our flight we had to get up at three in the morning and we had to be at the airport for four and the flight was at six we had an hour and a half flight stopping in um salt lake city an hour in salt lake city barely and then over to maryland so um this is what happened um a week before that remember i had podcasted about doing the half marathon So I did that. It went really well. As I told you, I'm very proud of my race. I did great, outperformed my expectations and my time by a lot. But afterwards, oh my God, I just like my immunity drop, like took a dramatic drop. Excuse me. Um, And like I, my recovery was so bad. I got so sick. And then like, big cold sores on my face and oh my god I was just a mess I couldn't move for several days um and then this cold was just so bad like almost a flu or something anyways um so my husband was traveling for work and I had to be the one to go to Maryland with my son in that morning um up at three you know and I knew better this this is the big takeaway it's like you know better you know you're doing too much And, you know, when are we ever going to arrive at that moment when we can just say no, you know, like enough is enough. I'm not flying across the country right now sick as a dog. Like, you know, I kind of had that, you know, there's a fine line between sort of fear and intuition that it's hard to walk sometimes. And my intuition was kind of like nothing good can come of me traveling with this kid with me being so sick. So this is all foreshadowing because, um, anyway, so I, I'm at home and I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting the bags packed at three o'clock in the morning and I'm getting so hot that, I, you know, originally I had set up this outfit and planned to wear a thick jacket and whatnot, but I was getting so hot at home. I'm like, why would I wear this big jacket to the airport? So at the last second I like threw, left my jacket behind. I'm like, no, I'm not wearing that. It's ridiculous. I'll wear a sweater. 
So anyway, sure enough, I get to the airport. We call our Uber and we get to the airport. And I get to the airport. I'm just shivering. Like, I'm so cold. But anyways, um, we and um, let's see. We get to the airport. Everything's closed. We usually go to that lovely flora for breakfast. It's all like super healthy food at the um, right near um, gate A1. Um, um, and so, but floor wasn't open. So, um, what do we do? My son got like a McDonald's breakfast, whatever. And I think I was looking for coffee. Oh yeah. And then, um, I did buy a coffee. Flora has the little coffee counter next to it. And I did buy a coffee there, but I said cappuccino, which you do, you sometimes order cappuccino and it's like all foam. Anyways, I got like all foam and like maybe like you know, barely an ounce of coffee. That's not, I think you have to order it wet or something. Um, anyway, so I kind of felt like I hadn't really had a coffee. It was also like four in the morning. And so I don't feel like a four in the morning coffee really counts. Like that's not really when we usually have coffee anyways. So, um, I was kind of bumbling around the airport and I decided to go to a kiosk and like I was freeze shivering too. And, um, oh yeah. And my, and I, so in it's kiosk and I bought like a couple fleece blankets for us. I've never bought those before. And I don't really want to own them. Actually, I'm looking at them right now, um, in my room. But, um, so I was like, just carrying too many things, carrying these blankets, carrying my bags, bumbling around. It was almost time to get on our flight when I realized my phone was missing. And so I went back to security to ask if there's a lost and found. And they very quickly uh, realized that they had found a phone that had fallen out of someone's bag on the conveyor through the security. So I got my phone back right before my flight, luckily. Anyways, but you're getting the picture right. Just total discombobulated and disaster. So, um you know, shivered through the flight, got to Salt Lake City, and then, and then I saw, like, Krispy Kremes. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna get my son a donut. You guys are really getting the impression of a total breakfast of champions here, right? He goes from McDonald's to Krispy Kreme. That is not our usual MO, but that was, like, I was kind of just in survival mode. But anyways, so I had my to-go mug, which is this round-bottom lacrosse mom mug, and, um, I give it to the lady to fix and she had I was happy to see in the Krispy Kreme they had one of those big espresso machines with the steam wands and everything and so when she handed me back my coffee of course they never put the lid on when you get a to-go cup um it was just full to the top um and just steaming hot and I was so happy to have it. It's like, oh, my coffee, finally. Um, and, and so I grabbed it and I went over with my son and, and um, you know, very much kind of like off balance and stuff like that, that, that sickness I had from the, from the, after the race, the bad recovery, it just like was in my sinuses and I had no balance and everything. Anyways, my son, I kind of sat next to him and he said to me, oh, the lacrosse team coach sent us a book of play, like a play sheet. And I was like, and, and I was kind of like in a panic, like a fog, like, oh my God, we haven't seen the play sheet. And so I reached for my purse to pull out my phone to download the file with the play sheet and my coffee knocks over onto his seat and he stands up and starts screaming. And I mean, he's screaming. So I was like, holy shoot. So I, I mean, it's slowly hitting me. He's, he's burnt. My coffee is spilled on him, which is the most ignorant thing ever. And so, um, 
but he's screaming and screaming. It's like there's this cap, um, like flight captain kind of standing next to us, kind of watching this. And I'm just like, I didn't know what to do. I, I always thought that I would be much better in an emergency moment. I'm really not proud. Um, so I, I kind of tried hugging him and kind of like, I was like kind of saying, well, trying to drag him and all our stuff over to the woman's washroom. And then I'm kind of like, you know, I want to get these pants off because he's pulling them away from his skin and screaming. But at the same time, I've had coffee on me before many times in my life. And I kind of thought, well, how bad could it be? So I'm kind of like, I don't know what to do. I mean, in hindsight, I should rip the pants off and throw them. We had a water bottle. I should have thrown the water bottle. And anyways, long story short, I told him, go over to the man's washroom and take the pants down and put some water on it, which was, you know, dreadfully inadequate. But anyways, he comes back and he's still screaming and crying. I mean, this is a dramatic scene. And he's like, all my skin has melted off. That's what he said to me. Oh my God. Well, I think, I don't know. Did the pants have some sort of tech fiber that heated up? I've heard of that. Um, and held the heat against his skin and amplified or something. Anyway, sure enough, like I I needed to get these pants off him. So we kind of like the captain sort of got the paramedics. And meanwhile, I'm hearing them calling last call for my flight. So I run over to the gate and I'm like, we're not going to make the flight. And they're I'm like, are our bags on it, by the way, going to Maryland? And they're like, yes, you are. But we'll try and arrange you something. And I'm like, well, we're going back to Seattle now. But anyways, so, I mean, it was everything. It was paramedics. It was ambulance. It was primary children's in Salt Lake City Hospital. It was, you know, a sedative so they could clean out and cut off the skin and clean the wound. And it was 10 days off of sports. And I mean, this all happened. Can you believe it? Oh my God, it was such a disaster. Anyways, so um, yeah, that happened about 10 days ago. My son recovered like a miracle. And it, actually, with burns, it turns out, because I became quite educated on them, it turns out the thing with burns is um, nutrition. And that, of course, I've told you before, I have a degree in nutrition and a master's degree in agriculture science. And and um, if there's something I know how to do well, it's feed a person. So this kid got top-notch nutrition for 10 days. I have to say, like, right now, it looks... I mean, he might not even have barely a scar. There is a big red patch there. It's It's quite a large... Um, patch on his thigh but anyways he got back to his games last weekend scored helped his team to three victories um anyways we got over that but long story short burns are bad beware traveling with your kids beware hot coffee beware traveling sick and you know taking for granted rushing on all these trips when you're not really full capacity to do so because you can make things worse um and then oh my gosh the reason I thought of telling these stories today another cluster moment um so again because we're doing lacrosse and hockey right now um so my son had a two-hour practice and my husband and I thought oh let's because we're always trying to stay active you know um anyways we tried we decided we were going to go hiking anyways long story short we got lost in the mountain um yeah we were um luckily I've been running these half marathon this half marathon lately because we got lost like we were just having a wonderful time talking like we had so much to talk about because we just spent the whole Thanksgiving with family and so we had to discuss everything and um so we for like an hour and a half first hour and a half of practice we were just walking 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 we had left from like the suburbs so we're like how deep into the mountains can we be anyways an hour and a half in and we get to like the horizon and like where the tree line kind of stops and we think we're gonna look out and see like the 
the suburb houses going down to the field where we left them at, we looked out and we were like, we saw nothing but mountains. We had like walked an hour and a half deep into the hills. And we only had half an hour until we was done. So anyways, we turned around and we literally like... Well, we got into trail running, my friends. <laughs> New hobby. So yeah, we ran hard for half an hour. Our GPSs weren't picking up anything. And um, yeah, we, we ran and we finally found a road and then found... We actually got to the field on time, five minutes, ten minutes before practice. And we were like like drenched. and and uh, But anyways, yeah, we broke all the um scouting rules I think we had like the trails were really badly marked there were no markings and we like didn't pay attention to where we were going we didn't tell anyone where we were going it was it was bad it was really bad like there was definitely a moment of kind of like panic where we thought we'd be calling him when practice was done and be like you know just sit and wait for us take shots anyways so there you go true confessions trials and tribulations of sports parents I want to do just a really quick piece on one of the, um, I believe that four people were inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame, or maybe a half dozen Hockey Hall of Fame uh, last week. Um, one of them was a professional hockey player by the name of Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree was, I believe, the first black man to play in the NHL. He originally is from Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada, and... Um, has been uh, most recently living in Southern California, at least for the last 20 years, I believe. Um, he is, has the job he's been doing in the last couple decades is for a program called Hockey is for Everyone, where he is an ambassador bringing um, the love of the game to children of all different backgrounds, people of all different backgrounds and socioeconomic backgrounds, um, ethnic backgrounds and he is um, what else he played for the San Diego Gulls I believe he played for the Los Angeles Kings I um, can't remember what other teams he played for um, also received the Order of Canada for um, the highest uh, award you can receive in Canada as a citizen um, for a lifetime accomplishment. So once again, this player that you should look up and be aware of is a fine gentleman played back in 60 years ago in the NHL, um, Willie O'Ree. Oh, by the way, don't judge me for my sports parent fails. I'm not an idiot. Do you know that um, a few years back, I want to say three, maybe four years ago, do you remember the winter that Matthew Barzell broke one of his knees, I believe it was? You know how he did it? I actually bumped into him when he was with the Seattle Thunderbirds. He was walking out of, um, I don't know, I can't remember what the context was. It was some event. Um and it so happened when I was going down the hallway, he walked out of um, getting ready and, and I got to talk with him personally and I was able to ask him, what did you do to your knee? And he was so sheepish. He was like, he's like, I was wrestling in the locker room and I fell over my bag. That's what he said. That's how he hurt his knee. So anyways, don't judge me. We all make mistakes. Mistakes happen. 
Um, anyways, I was so he was so worried at the time. I think he had just been drafted, and or hmm. anyways, it was around the time of the draft. And can you imagine the stress on him to have done something like he had to? I think he had months. Like he had to be off of it. Um, anyways. And can you imagine at that time in your career how critical that must have felt him at the time? Of course, we all know that this story all ends well, and he goes on and does well. And and God knows how many injuries these, these young guys um, get and recover from. But anyways, um, but could you imagine how horrible that must have felt at the time for him with all the stakes he had and everything he was working so hard for to actually be wrestling in the change room and um, trip over a bag and... I can't remember if he broke his kneecap or something like that. It was bad. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, fail. Anyways, mistakes happen. Wanted to share a couple more highlights of the NHL games today. Um, standout uh, Patrick Laine had five goals in a game of the Winnipeg Jets, who is the favorite team of one of our favorite coaches in our organization. Anyways, so shout out to him and his team and Patrick Laine, five goals. Anyways, and then this other cutie tonight, um, Matt... Luff, I think the last name was L-U-F-F on um, L.A. Um, just had his first NHL interview and he was um, picked up by the L.A. Kings as a free agent. He was undrafted. Anyways, he's had three goals in the last few ga- games, I think. Anyways, and he just was interviewed for the first time, sort of intermission interview. And he was so adorable. L-U-F-F, I love him. Um, so watch him too. Okay, before I wrap up this episode, one more thing. I just have to celebrate Matthew Barzell's overtime breakaway goal Friday night against New Jersey. Um, He um, caught his own rebound, and it was just pure Matthew Barzell brilliance. So we're all keeping our eyes on that, aren't we? And um, I wanted to bring you NWHL material from this weekend, but I didn't get to it yet. I've got lots of good clips sitting there in my um, subscriber inbox on YouTube that I'm going to take some time for, but I'll have to bring that to you next time. Well, that's it for another short and sweet episode from the Seattle Hockey Mom podcast. I'm keeping it super real and personal, and I think there isn't a more fun and accessible way to relax and learn about pro hockey women's hockey, minor hockey, and life in Seattle, Washington. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye until next time.